Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Body Mechanic. This is episode 4 of season 2, all about basketball this season. Today, as uh, as I mentioned in the previous episode, today, this episode, we're going to be talking about agility and plyometrics, following on from our strength, conditioning and fitness episode that we had in episode 3. So if you haven't heard that one, after this one, go back, give it a listen, and uh, see if you can uh, pick up a few things uh, for your players, coaches, referees, your fitness levels. So agility and plyometrics. Uh, I've actually got a few uh, qualifications in agility and plyometrics through my personal training uh, career in the last 10 years of that. And then also through my basketball career as a player, as a coach, uh, a lot of a lot of agility and plyometrics uh, being learnt and being implemented into what I, who I was as a player, who I became as a coach, uh, etc. So, agility and plyometrics—they are two things in basketball that I think really get overlooked in specifics. Like yes, conditioning, uh, strength, conditioning, and fitness is such a huge part, but. A, a, a very big branch of that is agility and plyometrics. So agility is the uh, ability to change direction quickly. That is what the definition of agility is. Plyometrics is the explosive movements of a player or of a person. So uh, as, you, as you know, agility, changing direction quickly. I mean, we all know this in fast breaks and things like that. The ability to sprint one way, stop, turn, go the other way and go just as fast or pick up speed very quickly to get to your top speed. Plyometrics, you know, explosive movements, you know, uh, jumping up for the rebound, boxing out, diving for the ball, jumping to save the ball from going out of court, things like that, you know, blocking a shot. They're all very explosive movements. And both agility and plyometrics are two core ingredients for your strength and conditioning in, in a basketball player and in a team also. But uh, going deeper into agility and plyometrics, it is such an injury preventer. If you develop your players and you get them strong in their legs, in their ankles, in their knees, and in their arms, in their shoulders, you will have hardly any injuries if you do it properly. And it is such a bonus not getting injured players because they've landed on someone's foot and not been able to recover or they've stopped suddenly in a in an awkward direction to turn and, and chase the fast break back and they've twisted their knee in the process or they've landed from a rebound and they've twisted their knee or they get knocked and they land awkwardly. You know, we want our players to be able to recover from things like that. They always happen. There is always so much that happens. You know, you want your players to be able to take a charge. You want your players to be able to get in front, get feet first before the offense gets there outside the no charge zone and to be able to take that charge and be able to get back up and keep going and this is all developed within the body yes but also game smarts and the mindset and the mentality of a player that you do develop and coaches you have so much influence on your players and when you put your belief in players when you put your trust in your players they will perform tenfold for you you know if you give them the right ingredients to make the best basketball player that, that, that you can be, which is strength, conditioning, it's fitness, it's plyometrics, it's agility, 
It's how to shoot, how to dribble, how to defend, how to get back up when you knock down, how to come back from a from a 10, 10 point deficit, for example, how to learn how to win, how to learn how to lose. You give that all to your players and they will give you 150 million percent back. So this is why it's important, coaches, to be adaptable and to be able to change and to be able to speak to your players in such a way that really connect with each play individually. So with the agility, you know, things like talking about pitter-patter, so defensive stance, doing quick feet, quick feet, blowing the whistle. If your coach likes to hold a whistle in their mouth and blow the whistle, you get them to sprint up and down the court. Every time you blow their whistle, you blow the whistle, they have to stop, turn, change direction. Like how many players do you see getting to the baseline and making a U-turn and doing a couple of little tiny steps around the baseline and then going again instead of getting one foot on the baseline, turning straight away in the same line that they came from and going bang and just pinging up the court again, you know. There's a, there's a lot of times where I've had to tell my players there's no U-turns in training, there's no U-turns in a game, meaning that you don't take your sweet-ass time getting from the baseline and going across the baseline a bit and then coming up like you're doing a U-turn. It's no, you stop on the baseline one foot, you turn exactly, you directly turn back and bang, you're gone again. It is so important. The The quickness and the agility makes the mind sharper. It makes the mindset sharper in a way that you are so quick doing things. Your eyes, your your reflexes are such, they're just such an asset to the game, to your teammates, to your coaches, players, if you're listening. It is such an integral part. And to be able to implement that into the game, is amazing you know you can work on that so plyometrics how do you work on your jump you know you can do things like depth jumps now you only do things like this if you know exactly what you're doing coaches but you can do things like depth jumps so obviously everyone's got benches at at their basketball stadiums getting your players to step up onto the bench and land but land really quietly land so there's hardly any sound coming out so you get them to jump as high as they can off the bench and then land as quietly as they can off the bench onto the ground onto the court you know, there's there's drills like that. Do step-ups onto the benches. It doesn't matter how tall they are. Make sure your players are conditioned enough and fit enough to do it. And make sure you're not doing like a two-meter step or like over a meter. Like be reasonable with how, how far and how high the step is. But get them to do step-ups on each leg. Get them to do 30 on each leg after their warm-up. They have to do that. Strengthening up a player's legs is one of the best things you can do for them and one of the best things you can do for your team for the jump, for the leap, for the rebound. Yeah? Get yourselves a ladder. Get yourselves an agility ladder. You can pick them up for 20 or 30 bucks. Lie it out. Type in Google agility uh, agility ladder activities, agility ladder drills. You'll get so many different variations of feet footwork which will then implement the into how to pivot, how to do a one-two stop, how to do a jump stop, how to do a closeout, how to do a box out. So that, that agility ladder, yes, it makes you quicker with your feet, but also it gives you so much more in terms of the specific skills you need to work on with your players for uh, for basketball. So the, the agility are uh, hurdles. So you can grab hurdles, like indoor hurdles. I'm not talking about the ones on the athletic track. I'm talking about speed agility hurdles, which are not even at knee height. They're probably at shin height for most people. And you can change the height from lower to, uh, from like a really low one to a really high one and go 
honestly, there are so many resources, and I say this in a few episodes, there are so, so, so many resources online that you can go and say, like, hurdle, hurdle fitness basketball or just hurdle fitness and get them to do it. Uh, a lot of t- a lot of times I do a fitness circuit for my players and it's all to do with fitness. And sometimes we add in basketballs and sometimes we don't. It depends. A really basic one, if you don't want to do a circuit, is as soon as the kids do their warm-up, the players do their warm-up, is you set up the agility ladder, you give them a agility, ex- uh, agi- agility dr- ladder drill to do, and then come after that, there are hurdles. And then you do something specific on the hurdles. And then you get them to sprint from that end baseline back to the line at the, at the, uh, far, at the starting baseline. You do uh, another one. So you can do five to ten laps of that, of five to ten different agility ladder drills and then agility hurdle drills and get them to sprint back. Do five to ten laps of that every training. It might take about ten minutes, five, ten minutes. Watch how your players change how they play the game. Watch how much more confident they are in their bodies. Watch how much more they gel with their bodies and how much more they trust themselves, therefore trust their teammates, therefore trust you because of how you're training them. Everything that we do in our strength and conditioning and fitness, agility, plyometrics, is all intertwined within basketball. Everything that you give your players, they'll give you back 150 million times reverse. They, they will always give you that much more back. Because you know what you're doing and you're looking after your players, which is one of the number one things to give your players is your full belief and trust. And trust me, you will get everything and more out of them when you have that mentality, coaches. So, agility plyometrics, get them to do sprints, get them to do pitter-patter. Yes, get them to do the ladder drill, get them to do the hurdle drills. I'm massive on hurdles and ladders. I worked with them when I was a player, massive on step-ups and massive on leg strength. Skipping is another great one. Get them to do different variations in skipping. Get them to do 10 minutes of skipping before they, before they set foot on the court with the, for training. You know, make them do 10 minutes of skipping before they start. And every minute you change it. It's like, yeah, cool. First minute, two foot. Second minute, one foot. Second min- uh, third minute, the next foot then wide jumps, then backwards jumps, then crisscrossing. Get them to do that because that's hand-eye coordination as well as 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 doing quick feet. It is all to do with coordination, motor skills, which, uh, believe it or not, a lot of kids don't really get these days is, is a lot of motor school practice unless you're really playing a team sport or something with the ball. And to be able to develop those skills, not just for basketball, but for them later on in life as well. A lot of your players won't get, will just enjoy basketball just because. And you want to give them absolutely everything that you can to be able to enjoy their basketball, to be able to still remember things. As they get older, if they want to coach, they can give it to their players as well. So... That is all about Agilian Plyometrics. Please let me know if you've got any questions. You can always connect with me on Instagram uh, at The Body Mechanic. And I look forward to hearing from you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will speak to you in the next one.